Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, uh, hosted by myself, George Stoya, and my good friend, Nick Ferguson. Nick, how you doing this beautiful Tuesday? I am spectacular, George. How about yourself? I'm here. Um, <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing well. Uh, Tuesdays. Uh, Tuesdays are always a weird day, you know, because there's not. Uh, there's no practice. There's no media, uh, and so I usually use Tuesdays to get stuff done around my apartment or yeah, run errands. Yeah. And so today is cleaning day. I really need to clean my entire apartment. So. I'm not looking forward to that. Um, a, a little spring cleaning and a little uh, purging for yes. George Stoya. I need to. I need to get rid of some stuff. Like I need to go through my closet, Nick. I have a bunch of clothes that I just never wear, and at some point, I need to just like give them away or to like the Goodwill or something because they're just taking up space in my apartment. You know. Well, well, this is uh, that time of year where it, it is always encouraged to give. And it's interesting, we, we're talking about giving and we're talking about purging. I think uh, Broncos country, they've been pushing that narrative for a while as far as the Broncos needing to do a little spring cleaning and purging of their own. Yeah, and that brings me to our, our kind of first topic or question today, Nick. I, you you kind of texted it to me uh, and I wanted to talk about it on here is, is you know, you said, you, you said to me, uh, you know, if winning is so important, which obviously – it's very important. The Broncos have talked about that all season about wanting to win and they, they haven't gotten it done. Why, why have the Broncos not done blank fill in the blank, Nick? Why have the Broncos not done this? Uh, if winning is so important to them. Well, I'll say not use using uh, every single uh, uh, weapon or option on the offense. And what bugs me sometimes and the Broncos are not the only team that, that, that kind of uh, does this type of thing. When you bring guys in and with the idea of putting them on practice squad, hoping that somehow they will learn the offensive defense and then you would kind of utilize them in the game plan. But I, I look at the Broncos roster and I, I look at one guy, right? And I look at Victor Bolden. And, and you may be asking yourself, well, why is Nick bringing up Victor Bolden and, and why this seems to be the key cog in what the Broncos haven't done? He's not the key cog. We'll get to those other things. But when you bring a guy in with that type of speed and knowing as though the Broncos have had wide receivers that have been banged up and you don't have that many options, why bring that guy on and have him on the practice squad? And I think he's been with the Broncos going on four weeks. Why don't you allow him to get into the game? And the, what I, the reason I say that is because we know that he is a speedy wide receiver. He's small at 5'8", maybe 180 pounds, but is up about – using that speed offensively to push back the defense. And, and for me, you don't really have to say, okay, well, there's a huge game plan uh, wrapped around Victor Bolin and his skill set. No, you don't need that. But it's just the sheer threat of the vertical passing game that may back off the defense that allows the offense to be able to hit those short and intermediate routes. And, oh, by the way, it would, it would allow some of the other wide receivers to kind of you know talk to him and see what he's doing as a veteran player, and I know he's listed as only having three years of experience, but he's been around the game in NFL for a while. So that's kind of the first leg of it. The second leg of it is played with more tempo. I don't know if you watched the game last night, 
between the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And what was happening in Tampa Bay was similar to what's happening with here at, at home with the Broncos. Running game can't get on track because offensive line has been banged up and they can't sustain their blocks. The quarterback is struggling to find wide receivers down the field because of that same thing. But all I know is, and Tom Brady's done it three times this season, where in desperation mode, they move the ball down the field because they're playing with tempo. Quick throws, quick rhythmic throws. It has allowed the pass rush to get home, and they move the ball down the field and they score. So I was thinking, well, it would be great if the Broncos did this. Play with more tempo. And what I mean by that is constantly operate out of the two-minute offense. Every single possession, you're playing like you're behind, desperation mode. Because when we've seen this offense, let's be totally honest, it's been operating out of the four-minute offense, which is more of a slow, methodical offense. But start right there. I mean, attack every possession like it's a sense of urgency and and run the two-minute offense. Yeah, I mean, I I like the tempo idea. Um, The only concern I have with it, Nick, is if – they're not any good at it, which let's say they aren't just because they haven't been very good at anything they do off on offense. Uh, you could create some very quick three and outs and all of a sudden the defense has to be on the field more, but you know, if it could spark, I mean, at this point, Nick, you got to try everything, right? So you might as well try some tempo. And I think they did some tempo earlier this year. It worked pretty well. Um, and we've seen them do it in these, these close games, they get all the way down there and they're not able to finish in the end zone, but that's also because, there's not a whole lot of time left. So I wonder uh, if that's something they could do. I thought the, uh, your first point, too, about playmakers, we've seen that all year, right? Like, I mean, we didn't see K.J. Hamler getting used before he got hurt. Uh, you know, at times Jerry Judy was absent even. Uh, you, you, you could even say, you know, Montreal Washington wasn't used early in the season a ton. Jalen Virgil, I mean, the guy's the fastest guy on the team, uh, and somehow he can't get the ball in his hands. Uh, Albert O is a guy that was supposed to be a big part of this offense. He's never even active on Sundays and they can't use him. I mean, they use tight ends uh, more than any other, uh, you know, position this last week and, you know, threw him the ball a lot and somehow Albert O's not even able to get on the field. So I, I think that both those are, are valid arguments. Uh, I guess mine would be Nick, and this is not something they can really control is why have they not just stayed healthy? <laughs> right. Cause it's like, you know, like, that's that's one thing that I think would really help this team is if I, I mean, and obviously that would help any team in the NFL, but you just take, you know, a handful of those guys that are on the injured reserve, bring them back. I think this is a better football team. I mean, Javante Williams is one of them, right? You, you put Javante Williams on this football team. They might have two, three, four more wins. Uh, and I genuinely believe that, like, that's how big of a difference maker he can be, especially for a struggling offense. If you're able to just turn the ball and hand it to him and he breaks off a few, you know, big runs or scores or whatever. It's a different game. So Tim Patrick's another one, right? I mean, I think Tim Patrick's on this team this year. It's a different team. So uh, I, I think there, there's there's a bunch of things you could point to. Uh, you know, you could even say the offensive line, Nick. Um, you know, why haven't they, you know, uh, drafted a right tackle uh, in the last few years? Uh, and, and I, again, we're getting into things that aren't really feasible this year. But that's what I look at is, is – you know, why haven't they done these things in the last couple of years? Uh, and now we're seeing, the, the, you know, some of those things be exposed. Yeah, but with the injuries that you really can't, you can't really do that. Uh, right. You, you know, most coaches would love to have their players wrapped in bubble wrap, but that's impossible, right? You can't say that we want every single player healthy because when we look at the Super Bowl every single year, 
it may not necessarily be the best team that's in the Super Bowl, but it's probably long. I mean, when you really look at it, the team that's been the healthiest and, and that's the key, but you can't really get around that in the NFL because it's a physical game. The only thing that you can do as a team is make sure that you have adequate depth that you can plug and play guys who are familiar with your scheme. So it won't really take them that long to adjust to the verbiage. And once again, I go back to Vic, to Victor Bolden with the situation. When you look at the scheme that Victor Bolden has played in in his NFL career, he's been in this Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan offense. The only thing is getting accustomed to what the verbiage is, and then you can just kind of go along. But this is what I mean by not using your personnel the way that you should. You have all those injured guys on the offensive side of the ball. You mentioned Javante. Hey, it would be great if he was in the lineup, but he's not. You have Latavius Murray, you have Marlon Mack, and Mike Boone just came back. Put those guys into action. And then once again, going back to the tempo, establish that tempo. You said yourself, if the Broncos probably try to do the up-tempo, that means there's a possibility that they could go three and out quicker. Well, George, they're doing that anyway, right? Are they not going that, you know, three and out at a high rate? So if you know that you're doing that anyway, you might as well try every single thing, right? There's there's no reason to be reserved and say, well, we're going to save this for next week or we're going to hit them with this two weeks from, from now. No, right now, every game is desperation mode. That's why I said that the Broncos should practice, right? They should have done it weeks ago, but everything is going to be up-tempo. Will it put more pressure on the offensive line to engage their blockers? Yes, but they're not doing that now. So you have to try every single thing, exhaust everything. If, you, if you're if you a coach and you wrote something on a napkin in a restaurant four years ago and you were thinking about uh, utilizing an offense, you have to use it, George. You're in desperation mode, right? Let's just call it what it is. You're in desperation mode. You're trying to save jobs. So why be reserved? as far or conservative, a better word, uh, with your approach to the game. No, be aggressive. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, let's try something else. Well, you can't be in a situation where you're sitting on your hands and having a conservative game plan. And, and those players have to go out there just as well as the coaches and execute with a sense of urgency at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think you're wrong, Nick. Um, I, I think that they should try everything. And and I, I think there's probably part of them <clears throat> that, that are, Nick. Like, I, I don't think that they're they're not trying new things. Maybe it doesn't look like it. Um, you know, I, I think that they're, they're looking at ways to try and get this offense sparked. I just, Nick, I think I've just lost faith uh, that they can figure it out. And and maybe the tempo thing is something they can do. I mean, you mentioned it, that the Bucks last night, uh, which, by the way, it was just a crazy, stupid finish. I, I can't believe Tom Brady was able to pull that off. But, um, you know, part of the problem, Nick, is they don't have Tom Brady. Uh, you know, if, if we want to talk about things, why have they not done this? Why have they not just moved on from Russell Wilson, Nick? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, know there's, I know there's people out there that, that want that to happen, but yeah. that's not going to happen. But, I mean, I, I don't know, Nick. I wish I could come up with more solutions. I know one thing that they need to be better at uh, is third down and, and uh, Nathaniel Hackett seems every single week Nick gets up there and talks about how they can be better on third down and it doesn't he usually Nick doesn't give a great answer about how they can be better but I wanted you to hear this audio yesterday from Nathaniel Hackett breaking down uh, what they're trying to do on third down and I want to get 
your reaction because I thought it was one of his his best uh, answers uh, of the season, really uh, explaining what they're trying to do on offense. So here's the audio from Broncos.com. As we look at it, we always want to stay out of third down if we can. A lot of our drives that we've scored on have been big plays, whether we've gotten a pass or a chunk yard on a play pass, uh, whether we've run the ball to try to set something up to be able to create a play pass. We, we did a couple of things that was kind of created the Dulcich uh, play that he got double teamed on and ran a great route. We had been in that personnel and run a couple runs out of that formation. So we set that up. So you're kind of trying to stay out of third down as much as you possibly can. Uh, but then when you combine the two of the play pass, you want everything to look the same as much as you possibly can. Sometimes you have to run a run. That might not be successful, but it helps you out for an explosive pass down the field or vice versa. You get some kind of a pass, gets them into an open coverage, so then you can take advantage of then running the ball versus an open coverage, and you're hoping to get more than five yards. You're looking for an explosive run. Nick, what what are your thoughts on that? And and he talked you know more extensively, too, about – it, it, it's a chess match of, you know, you know, obviously being aggressive um, in, in those situations and looking for the big play down the field and, and also just taking what the defense gives you. And it often it feels like they're just taking what the defense gives them, which is not a whole lot uh, sometimes. And, and they're short of the sticks. We talked about that, right? Um, many of these times. But what did you think of, of Hackett's explanation of, of what they're trying to do in those third downs? Yeah, I, I, I like what he was saying because that was my – my thought process when I watched the game, when they came out with Russell on the center, and I think the first couple of plays were like run plays. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I get what they're trying to do. No one is though, hey, you're facing a Ravens defense that was ranked second in the league as far as giving up yards per game. I think they were giving up 82 yards, but it was trying to establish somewhat of, uh, not not just a rhythm, George, but you wanna, you wanna kind of lay the ground, the ground foundation for setting up what you think that you want to utilize in that game. And even though the odds seemed like they were stacked against them, but because how great the Ravens defense was against the run, they still wanted to say, Hey, listen, this is our, our identity. And we're going to continue to try to run the ball on you because we know at some point it's going to open up some plays down the field. That's why we saw, you know, more of the three tight end sets that 13 personnel and not as much of the 11 personnel. So I, I was waiting with bated breath, like, okay, well, here's the play action. Here is coming. Now, they had a couple of plays in the game, one to Jerry Judy, one to Greg Dosage. But the problem with that theory was, George, there wasn't a lot, right? They didn't give us a, a, a lot. They, they left a lot to be desired. If that was going to be your game plan to set up play action, give us a little more of it, right? And not to say that it had to be Jerry and had to be Greg. There were other guys. You just talked about it earlier. You, you mentioned, you know, Montreal, Washington, who I think, they're using me in a lot of these gadget plays, and that's not working. And then you had Jalen Virgil as well. I mean, Brandon Johnson, too, is on this roster, but he wasn't utilized. So if you're sticking with that philosophy, use those other players to create more options for the quarterback. But, but here's what it does for the defense. Now you have to think about defending every single player, not just a Jerry Judy or Greg Dosage, once again, who, was, who were not utilized as much as I would have liked. Yeah, I mean, it, it's again, it, it's kind of been a constant theme this year, right? Nick is is them not utilizing some of these guys, and uh, I do think there's probably some frustration setting in with, with a few of them, um, you know, because opportunities haven't really been coming their way. So we'll see. Maybe they maybe they can get some of these. I mean, they're kind of going to be forced to to play some of these guys. I mean, Cortland Sutton day to day, according to Nathaniel Hackett, which when he says day to day, usually means he's out like two weeks. 
Uh, so there's going to be guys, I mean, Jerry Judy's still limited. So there's going to be some of these guys that are going to be forced to have to have opportunities. So going to be interesting to see what the Broncos do going forward with that. Nick, we got to take a quick break. Uh, and then we will dive into uh, a couple other things, including uh, one player that uh, I think a lot of people thought maybe would be extended at this point uh, and has not been, uh, as well as a couple other topics that we wanted to get to today. 